Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. Support for The Zest comes from People's Gas, delivering clean, efficient, and affordable natural gas for cooking at home with precise temperature control. More at floridasenergy.com. Good burgers and beer. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of burgers and beer hangout. And you're, it is literally on the beach. You're looking Ah. at sand and water and sky when you're sitting there. I'm Robin Sessingham, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and Southern charm. We're all about food in Florida. St. Petersburg is a great food town, but don't you dare go out to eat there until you've listened to this interview with the hosts of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. Kevin Godby and Lori Brown are the force behind stpetersburgfoodies.com. They're the hosts of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast. They've got lots of dedicated fans on social media and their Facebook. Support for the Zest podcast comes from Seitenbacher brand natural foods like muesli cereals, oils, oatmeal, energy bars, gluten-free fruit gummies for the kids, organic coffee, and more. Available in supermarkets, health food stores, or online at seitenbacher.com. The group St. Petersburg Foodies Restaurant Reviews boasts more than 14,000 followers. Kevin and Lori are respected in the food scene because they get out into the community, they frequent the restaurants that they write about, and they eat with gusto. We've got their recommendations for their favorite St. Petersburg downtown and beachside restaurants. Kevin and Lori, hi. Thanks so much for being with us. Hi, Robin. Thank you. Hey, Robin. Thanks for having us. Yes. Good to talk to you. So you have the St. Pete Foodies podcast, but it's also, it's a whole empire. It's a website and a blog (laughs) and restaurant reviews and awards, um, plus the podcast. So why, uh, let me ask you, why is St. Petersburg worth its own um, website and podcast and, and blog. Oh gosh. It's just food. It's grown so much Robin over the last 10 years. Well, I, where I live, I've been there nine years. I just can't believe the growth we've had. We had hardly any restaurants back then. And now we've got amazing chefs, James Beard nominated chefs, you know, right here in town. St. Petersburg just deserves that recognition on its own. Yeah. And, and, People besides us have referred to St. Pete as a foodie town. Yes. Like who? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, put us on the spot. That's what everybody, all all the cool kids at school are saying it. (laughs) St. Petersburg has really come into its own uh, with with food and restaurants. You know, I've had Laura Riley on before. She was the food critic, food reporter for many years at the Tampa Bay Times and, um, yeah, spoke at length about what was going on in St. Petersburg. Tell me how tell me how all this got started. And first of all, Kevin and Laura, you're co-founders of St. Pete Foodies podcast, stpetefoodies.com. Um is it it's St. Petersburg though, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, St. the actual the, the actual official is St. Petersburg Foodies, but 
you can substitute St. Pete Foodies anytime you want. That's fine. It doesn't matter what you type into the browser. It's going to end up in the right place anyway. Right. That's right, Kevin, because Kevin's a computer expert. You started off as an SEO and computer expert. so I am a computer geek for sure. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that helps a lot. Um, but you co-founded this and but you're more than just professional partners right yes that is correct we've been known to smooch every once in a while (laughs) (laughs) well to be honest robin i think what you're asking is how this all came about and um it was an accident to be quite honest Uh, we started dating in october of 2013 we at the time kevin's uh other business was doing so well that we he afforded to take us out to dinner four to five nights a week. And um, we took pictures of our food and posted them on our own timelines. And that didn't go unnoticed. Also, at the time, Kevin had a uh, fetish, if you want to call it, with dressing in suits and really like going far out there. So I had to try to match that. So we were kind of known around town for being dressed up all the time as well. Yeah, we. what happened was, yeah, we got dressed to the nines five nights a week, went out to different restaurants all the time. And that doesn't go unnoticed after you do it for like a year straight. And we inadvertently built a brand. We'd be walking down the street in downtown St. Pete, going to a restaurant, and we'd hear people whisper, that's Kevin and Lori. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. It's even stranger now. But um, <laughs> well, so most people get tired of dr- getting dressed up every night. But that was your hobby. You loved it. It was his hobby. Right. That's a better way to describe it than fetish. But <laughs> right. I, I don't get that dressed up uh, these days that too too often, just a, much less now. Mainly because we gained all that from <laughs> becoming St. Yeah. Petersburg fatties. This is true. <laughs> so um, after uh, about a year and a half, uh, we were added to a Facebook group. I won't name it, but um, another Tampa Bay review group. And we started seeing, at first I thought it was really cool, the first 24 hours. I'm like, oh my God, this is really awesome. We already do this. We can just, you know, add our stuff in here. But we started noticing that uh, they were reviewing like Applebee's and Longhorn Steakhouse. And I'm like, why does this need a review? Yeah. No offense to those places, but they just don't, I don't think they need a review. Everybody knows what they have there. Um, Right. So I thought, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be in this group. And so we, um, I just said, let's just see if we can form our own. And I typed in, you know, St. Petersburg foodies or St. Petersburg restaurant reviews, and there was nothing in there. So I just formed the group, St. Petersburg foodies restaurant reviews. And for some reason on that same day, I had the foresight to purchase stpetersburgfoodies.com. Not even thinking we would turn it into a business, but we had it. And when we decided to turn it into a business a year later, there you go. There's a lot of se- a lot of seafood in St. Petersburg, so I imagine you see it probably more than you would maybe in Orlando. I don't know. There's well, there's definitely we have some great local seafood, mm-hmm. and I mean the one of the things we do on our website we do just one recipe a month, and it's we have uh, Abby Allen who creates that unique for us. And in working on it recently, I decided, you know, we should do something seasonal. I'm going to do a seasonal seafood for a summer recipe. So I found this chart online as far as what's in season in this area. And that list was a mile long. We have a ton of great stuff to choose from. So that's probably one reason why. And I think a lot of people too, when they're uh, close to the beach, you know, because we're not the beach, we're downtown, but the beach, I could see the beach from here uh, almost. Mm-hmm. So people, when they I think when they just come to this area, they're thinking seafood, you know, there's great fresh seafood. Let's take advantage of that. I wouldn't say we have a lot of 
dedicated seafood restaurants, at least in downtown, but we'd have the, well, there's sea salt, which mm-hmm. is, you know, focused right. on that. There's Altomari fish bar and both of those are excellent. Mm-hmm. But then there's a, I don't, can't think of anything besides those two that are designated seafood restaurants, but all the other restaurants do have great seafood. So that is yes. true. Well, Seaworthy. Oh, Seaworthy. That's Sierra yes. Verde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a newly opened restaurant uh, by the owners of uh, Brick and Mortar. You know, what's unusual though, I, one thing I did learn from, from Laura Riley was that people in other states, people in New York, up north, um, maybe more affluent areas are willing to pay for Florida seafood in a way that uh, some, a lot of local restaurants really don't do. So right. you find a lot of uh, frozen Chinese coming in to seafood. Now, I'm not saying those seafood restaurants, but maybe that's why we don't see more of it because it's expensive. Yeah, right. that's, that's true. And that's something, yeah. And I think also, and it, and it feels even more expensive than it is because you're thinking, well, gee, it just came from over there. Didn't you have to go far? How come this is so I expensive? Know. But, it's not right. You wouldn't think of it that way. You th- you'd think yeah. that we would be getting it cheaply, but it, for some reason. Yeah. We, we learned the same thing from Laura too, when, when she was on our show about oh, a year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was saying that most people don't know that most Florida seafood is exported out of the state. You have a unique... Um, point of view, you have an, a unique vantage point there, living and eating in St. Petersburg. You've really become the go-to experts on restaurants in St. Petersburg and surroundings. And so that's what I want to know from you right now. Like, say I was coming from out of town. I had a weekend to spend in St. Petersburg. Where should I eat? Mm-hmm. putting us on the spot no my my favorite restaurant and i make no bones about it is by far il ritorno um i i love chef david's take on everything he does there i've never had a bad meal there and it's just an exceptional restaurant yeah they're right in the heart of downtown saint pete on the 400 block of central avenue and they describe what they do as uh, a modern twist on, on northern italian on northern italian cuisine yeah, yeah. so th- you're not going to find a lot of red sauces you're not going to find your he does have some now though he has some now but you're not yeah. going to find your typical like don't go in there looking for veal parmesan or spaghetti and meatballs right <laughs> okay very unique what- very high quality the chef's name is Chef David ben- Benstock, and he and his wife co-own the restaurant, and her name is Erica Benstock. All right. Great. Okay. That is Il Ritorno in downtown St. Pete. Where else? We've got the whole weekend. How about breakfast? Uh, breakfast. Okay. Uh, one of my favorites for breakfast is Cassis. Yes. It used to be called Cassis uh, Brasserie or something. It's just Cassis now. Anyway, it's on Beach Drive, mm-hmm. right in it. Great people watching if you sit outside. Mm-hmm. And the best sausage I've ever had, sausage links. Yeah, they have a great shrimp and grits dish there and a lot of good stuff. And one of the reasons I really like them too is because they open at 8 a.m. And a lot of other places, for a long time, places every place opened at 11. Now a handful have started opening at 10. Mm-hmm. But... um. I'm in yeah, my for 50- breakfast. Yeah, you want to go earlier than I, ten. I, I'm in my fifties. It doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I still wake up early and I'm hungry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mill. Ten. The mill also has a fantastic brunch and they have a fantastic lunch. So you know whether you're if you come in on a Friday and you want to go for lunch, the mill has a great lunch and a great brunch. And um, Chef Ted Dorsey is a co-owner with Jason Griffin, who was on our last podcast, actually. Uh, and they do a wonderful job. They've just recently revamped their menu to have more smaller plates, which is 
kind of a trend going on around here is smaller plates so you can share more and taste more and order more. Uh, but they, how would you describe the food, honey? The mill would be, I'd say, new American, modern American okay. with um, with influences from Southern and Creole. Yes, definitely. So, he yeah. loves to use pimento cheese in a lot of his dishes. Oh, yeah. 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 Fantastic. Okay. And where else? Let's, let's, a couple more. Are we sticking with downtown or do you want a couple on the beach? Oh yeah. I mean, let's do a couple people like to go to the beach too. Our two favorites on St. Pete beach Mm -hmm. are Sola uh, Bistro and Wine Bar Yes, and and Grace Grace Restaurant. Restaurant. Grace is in Passa Grill, which is kind of a little south of the Don Cesar, which is very well-known hotel. And then Sola is on the other and the northern North of end. The Dunces are, yes. Uh, Passa Grill is kind of a destination in itself. Yes, too. it is. So that's great to have a, a restaurant there. And what was that was called Grace? Grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would that be more like a lunch or a dinner destination? Dinner. But definitely dinner. Yeah, they don't do lunch. Right. Okay. Neither do, neither does Sola. Right. They both just are dinner. Right. right. And I would describe them as, you know, for being on the beach, definitely upscale food. I said I called it gourmet, and and they didn't like that I said gourmet because <laughs> I think I think they think that that scares people away. Mm-hmm. Um, they have very approachable food, but also very unique and very high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at Sola, they do have their their regular menu doesn't really change, and it has what your average eater might call normal food. But then, if you are an adventurous eater, or somebody in your group is an adventurous eater. I would say Seoul is a must-go to. Yes. We've had lamb heart there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Really? Yes. They are very um, adventurous. Uh, and, and like Kevin said, they have regular food as well. But they've got some really nice specials they come up with and a great wine selection. Again, um, the owner is very involved, Tig, and, and uh, he has great chef, Artem. I find some of the best local restaurants are the ones that where the owners are completely involved, whether it be the chef or the front of the house. And you spell that S-O-L-A. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Great suggestions. Let's say that someone is just, you know, they just want to go in their flip-flops. They're on vacation. You know, maybe they just put a cover up over their bathing suit. Um, where is a good place for them? I am assuming you mean on the beach or well, it could it be anywhere? Yes, because it could, it, unless it's right by the water downtown, but I'm thinking probably a beachy place. Yeah, that sounds like somebody that just came off place. the beach. Right, yeah. right, right. Because uh, I, I have a great casual place, but that would be downtown and it wouldn't be like what rolling well, off the beach. Yeah, the the galley is one of my favorite hangouts uh, owned by two local natives here in town, Pete Boland and Ian Taylor. Um Great guys, well-known around here. They wanted to just open up a local watering hole with fantastic food, and that is what they have done. They have some fantastic casual but elevated uh, bar food. Yeah, and it's a fun vibe there. You can walk in in your flip-flops and your T-shirt and whatever and, you know, be very casual. And go, going back to the beach, if you're looking for, like, like maybe more on the divey casual side that's good mm-hmm. food, Rick's Reef. Mm-hmm. is good. And they're, they're kind of in the neighborhood where Sola is on the northern part of the beach. And then right above Grace in Passa Grill is the Brass Monkey, mm-hmm. which actually has some good crab cakes, 
good burgers and beer. It's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like burgers and beer hangout. And you're, it is literally on the beach. You're looking oh. at sand and water and sky when you're sitting there. Yeah. Love that. You can sit outside upstairs and just look at the water. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Heaven. Yes. Now I wanted to talk about the awards. Now you were supposed to have a very fancy live event on April 26th. Of course, we all know what happened yes. um, mm-hmm. with that. Um, but did you actually, did you give the awards to the restaurants? Did you publicize the awards? What happened with that? Um, we just, we kind of waited at first to see what was going to happen, you know, with this COVID-19 coronavirus that was all of a sudden hitting and throwing the world into a tailspin. Um, So Kevin actually set up a couple more dates at our venue further out, but they definitely weren't far enough out. It was like May and June. We finally just realized, no, this isn't going to happen. And the restaurants are really getting hit hard. Let's, let's give them, give them some good news. Um, By the way, all of the, uh, they were people's choice awards. We had 15 categories and um, we were going to do critics choice, but they chose not to do that during the pandemic. So we were going to have five critics choice awards. So anyway, we decided to go ahead and release them online on, we did them on on our podcast and then Kevin did did some nice certificates that we uh, put out online as well and did a beautiful presentation video that was very, um, uh, Oscar style, if you will. I saw that. I saw, well, I saw the tease for it and I thought it was, it was really great. So what was the upshot? Who won best overall restaurant? Bowen Moe's Italian Steakhouse. Or is it yeah. Italian mm-hmm. Steakhouse Bo- now? Yeah. Yeah. No, Bo, Bo Moe's Chicago style, style steakhouse. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I have a few in front of me. And actually, so best St. Pete Beach restaurant was Sola Bistro and Wine Bar, which we mentioned. There you go. Best casual was Noble Crust. Mm-hmm. Best downtown brick and mortar. Best Fast Casual, Bodega on Central. Best Gulf Port, Piastrattoria. Best Italian, Grazia Italian Grill. Best Mexican, VIP Mexican and Lounge in Treasure Island. Best New Restaurant, Sofia's Cucina e Inoteca. That's an Italian place that's done by the owners of Lolita's, which is also a very popular place for cheese and charcuterie and wine. Yes, they're both fantastic. Noble Crust won again for Best North St. Pete. Bowen Moe's overall, we already mentioned. Best Pizza, Pizza Box. Best Seafood, Altamari Fish Bar, which I mentioned earlier when we were talking seafood. Best Steak also is Bo and Moe's. And Best Sushi, The Lure. And Best Upscale, Il Ritorno, which is what Lori mentioned is her favorite. What you yes. mentioned. Yes. Great. Bo and Moe's, I, I, we were remiss not to send you there on your weekend. <laughs> they okay. do have the best steak in town if you love a good steak. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Who doesn't? Right. All right. Well, listen, I'm, we're going to list that on our website, the zestpodcast.com. So people don't have to, you know, furiously scribble these names down. <laughs> Thank you we'll for have that. that listed for them. So that, that's great. Let me ask you before I let you go. Um, you've been doing this now for a couple of years. Who was your favorite interview? Um, can we pick a few? Yeah, sure. Since we've been mentioning Laura Riley, she, we'll say we'll yeah, start with she her. Was, she, was she, she was one of our favorites. Uh, Dr. Barbecue, Ray Lampy. Absolutely. We had the mayor on. That was a lot of fun. Mayor Christman mm-hmm. was, was fun. Um, and then uh, one of our, our other, I think, favorite and, and even a crowd favorite was uh, Erica Benstock. And we've had her on twice. She's mm-hmm. the co-owner of Il Retorno, mm-hmm. which I'd mentioned earlier. Um, she's got some funny stories about 
everything at El Retorno and her and David. And when they first got together, she's not the most adventurous eater and she married one of the most adventurous chefs. So it's quite an interesting tale. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. She got uh, the, the wife of the chef got more downloads than the chef. So, sorry, dude. <laughs> because we had them on separately. <laughs> so she's not a chef, but she just she's a co-owner of the restaurant. Right. Right. And the, the irony is that she's a very picky eater, and her husband is one of the best chefs in town. Right. Yeah. So, like, she didn't like it when he put truffles in her mac and cheese. Oh, shit. <laughs> that, that is unadventurous. That's kind of standard now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it is funny, yes. So Il Returno, and you said that was more like Northern Italian? Yes. Well, Kevin and Lori, thank you so much. I can't wait to drive into St. Pete and try out some of these restaurants. I think you've given us some really great ideas and great descriptions, and I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having us. This was thank great. you, yes. That was Kevin Godby and Lori Brown of stpetersburgfoodies.com. We've got the list of this year's award winners at our website, thezestpodcast.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm Robin Sussingham. Dalia Colon and I produce The Zest with help from Cheyenne Jaglal and Mark Hayes. Copyright 2020, WUSF Public Media, University of South Florida.